When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Alex Bernard Rasmussen, Hackmaster Ralph Basham, MD, Tevin Pittman, Timmy Lammers, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Thomas Bernard. What's going on? What's the latest? We just had a 12-minute uh, <laughs> argument with Ralph and Brittany over nipples, so that was... Uh-oh. It was a discussion. <laughs> I think was it was a, I, I was getting heated. I was going to come across the table. I, was, I, I just about knocked my microphone over and come across the table at her. Yeah. Ripping the it. table. Like, We're setting up a wrestling ring <laughs> outside. <laughs> there <we go. laughs> that's right. God. That's one thing about Brittany. When she gets going, man, she can go for like 45 straight minutes. Me too. It's unbelievable. So, Timmy, uh, well, I was just talking to Kristen Bird about this. She didn't make much of an appearance today, but, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Catherine and I are watching a show of you it was on USA television in the teens I guess for five seasons it was called In Plain Sight with Mary McCormick mm. never even heard of it we just happened upon it last night I thought it was terrific I uh I've never seen it either I, I do know who Mary McCormick is and I think she's a great actor and yeah she is so uh, what do you think Catherine you like it yeah, it's good. It's a good show. It's uh, about the witness protection program people. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a cop, cop show, yeah. Yeah. That sounds interesting. <clears throat> it's very dramatic and funny at the same time, which is very unusual. And her partner, the young guy, is really good, too. <laughs> her played, cop partner. Who plays that character? I didn't recognize the guy. I'd have to look it up because, yeah, it's her direct partner, but he's he's the smart ass. He's always got this kind of smirk on his face, and he's always a smart ass. Hmm. He's really good at it. Gotta love a smart ass. I would think so. Is it uh, Fred Weller? He plays Marshall Mann in the show? Uh, that could be. Yeah, that certainly could be. <clears throat> you have his picture? Could you put his picture up? Uh, let's see. I mean, you can put up the picture of that guy who's married to a 20-year-old, and he's 57, but looks like he's 87. You put that picture up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As the uh, show progresses, do the uh, two lead characters, man and woman, uh, end up in a relationship? I don't know. We've only seen one episode. We oh, watched yes. the first episode. It was Jeez, really good. Ralph, you, you, at least say spoiler. But that, <laughs> no, but that's that's the that's that's the common trope, if you if you will. That's the, mm-hmm. that's what they they do. They, they oh, they don't like each other, and it's just like a Hallmark movie uh, as it moves through as they progress through the series. Uh, yeah. Or if the ratings are failing, they'll probably throw that in there. Yeah. All, all those years where everybody wanted to see Mulder and Scully get it on? Yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like people just can't allow them just to be partners, you know? They have to have more. I want to congratulate my wife on something. She did a great job. I don't know what the hell it was, but she had some kind of hair treatment. You got it all out, it looks like. No, it's still in there. It is? Yeah, up here. What happened to your hair? I bought some <laughs> Kiehl's. Kiehl's. It's a Kiehl's product for itchy heads. I have an itchy head. Okay. Lovely. Perfect. <laughs> and I've always used some sort of serum or something, but this stuff is getting to be, I, I used this Kerastase stuff. It was like $55 for a little bottle of the stuff that I've been using forever. Everything has gotten to be so stupid. And I'm like, I'm not paying that. So I started, I tried something cheaper and it's just like this oil that you're supposed to put on your scalp. My hair, I washed it two times. It looked like I put, I don't know, 
Wesson <laughs> vegetable oil <laughs> on it, and it would not come out. Is it a petroleum byproduct? I think it is. I think it's Probably. just clean, uh, you know, oil from the ground. Looks I don't like even it's know. out, though. It's still a little weird up here. But now oh, that's okay. a five shampoos. <laughs> I read the reviews. Five. Nobody said anything okay, about it. It's the hardest thing in the world to get out that you'll ever encounter. Oh, did really? you look at the bottom of the little bottle? Did it say manufactured by Wesson? No. Yeah. <laughs> should. That'd be funny. Did you forget I to usually... shake it before you applied it or something? Maybe. <laughs> could have done that. I could have maybe forgot to shake. Why why would shaking it be the I'm you're trying to Because if it's like anyway. it's well, but if it's like yeah. if the if it's a bunch of oils or something sitting on top and then it's separated it does, and then you're just pouring whatever oil. It, yeah. It doesn't look like it's like separated, you know. That's because you're only getting the goop from the top. Well, maybe I, maybe I did. Maybe I just did the goop. Did you I read don't know, the instructions, Mom? I did. Okay. For a change. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Except for the shake well. Okay. I think maybe I okay. didn't shake it well, well is your Is your scalp still itchy is what we're all dying yes. to know. Okay, See, great. that's the other problem. So, so now I had super greasy, gross hair. So it hasn't helped at all. I almost just ran around in a shower cap, you know, it's... <laughs> Like this is who I am now. No, I don't. I, is it? It's not head lice, is it? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you got to rule out everything, right? You try to talk to you people, and then you, uh, next thing you know, you got head lice. Right. This is what she gets up, yeah. um, That's how things spread on the internet. Catherine wow. has head lice. You've got nits. <laughs> Wow. Nits. What the hell is nits? That's nits. what they call them in. Oh, no, okay. nits. Nits are the eggs for oh, head lice. Okay. Yeah, they're, the they're ones like that, the little yeah. Little white dots in there stuck yes. on the hair. Uh, you know, I was always very lucky. Apparently, most people that have children in school will end up with a case of lice. Yep. Oh yeah. Apparently. Yes. You guys never got one. My best friend in elementary school had lice. I remember. I remember getting letters. Yes. About that there was head lice going around school. <clears throat> we have not. And another another myth about head lice is apparently it does not, they don't like uh, greasy, dirty they don't, hair. They like they clean, clean hair because they want to be able to move around. Yeah. Is so if somebody a... has head lice and they're accused of being dirty and not washing their hair, that's not the case. This might be a dumb question, but is there a different kind of lice that's not head lice? Because everybody always goes head lice, as if can you get foot lice or, you know, back hair lice? Well, there's crotch back lice. Hair. They're called crabs. Yes, that's interesting. I believe that crotch lice are uh, crabs are a little bit different than I don't know if they're a lice. Do species. they look like crabs? I wouldn't Google search that. Just... But isn't it basically just... the same kind of deal? Well, they well maybe they burrow under the, the skin and they require quite that irritation. It's a, they're all these things are all these sort of communicable. Uh, Bodily diseases and venereal yeah. diseases well, are just gross. Well, it's like there's chiggers. Careful. Yep. Yeah. Chiggers. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Can you believe this? Time? True, I can't believe I'm hearing true this. True colors come out. Listen. <laughs> haven't, you had a, haven't you had chiggers from uh, gardening? No. Ralph, no, that's in the water. Oh. Chiggers are from mm. in the water. That's a water-based thing. I thought it was from gardening. Um. I hate to switch up the uh, subject a little bit, but Tim Lammers, because you're our movie, you're a movie expert. I watched the um, uh, Leave the World Behind on Netflix. Have you seen it? Has anybody seen Leave the World Behind? It's a thriller. It's like the number one movie on Netflix right now. It's got Julia Roberts in it. No, um, I saw it, but oh, I won't. Yeah, yeah, the one with um, Mahershala Ali yep. and um, who's? Oh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, I'm aware of it. I've seen it go by. You it's, know, you're scrolling and it's a yeah. it's amazing. I thought it was a fantastic yeah. movie. It's like a suspense kind of thriller movie where at the end of it you have more questions than answers, but mm. it's fantastic. Well, it's something where there's some sort of um, the, events. Or yeah, something there's like a, essentially a like hacker type terrorist event that happens but it really doesn't center around that aspect of it it's kind of everybody's reaction and all these crazy events like the first scene of the movie which is used in their trailer a huge ship kind of washes up on shore because the navigation got taken oh, out yeah, and so yeah. yeah it's kind of this family that's on vacation now dealing with 
uh, more or less a terrorist kind of fall of oh, society type of well, event. Julia Roberts hasn't been in anything in a while. Yeah, she hasn't. Yeah, and she's she's great in it. So is she? Um, that's interesting that you said that because wasn't there something on the news today about that we are under attack right now from China? Our cyber space. Yeah. Being... Oh, absolutely. Yep. It's sure. a way to go, Tevin. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tevin. <laughs> what, what's going movie, on exactly? So. I mean, have they hacked into some sort of? I. I I don't know. I, guess I mean, we're we're online and we're talking now, so it apparently hasn't hasn't uh, um, hit Streamyard yet. Well, I don't think that they would be working on us. It's probably, <laughs> probably something, something a little more important than this show. Okay. But, you know what's so interesting about that? They have separate entry points, even though the entire border is open. They have entry points for people from South America a different one for people from Mexico, a third one for people from China. They're all coming in different areas. Isn't that interesting? Well, you, what you mean? Where they can land, yeah. you know, to get over here. Yeah, that's the way it's always been. It seems like there's been a Chinese, uh, a huge Chinese community in San Francisco, so it'd be logical. Yes, they have the language. Yes. Well, I guess where you have language, where you have culture, of so that you have a certain level of comfort. That, that's where you'd end up, but yeah. It, it, it's interesting. It makes a lot of sense. Let's try to keep them uh, from stabbing 16-year-old girls to death the day they come across the border, though. Why don't we, why don't we try to prevent that from happening? What yeah, do you say? That would be ultimate. Good idea. Where did that happen? Uh, was that Texas? Yeah, Texas. Yeah, I believe it was in Texas. Yeah, a guy came across the border. The first day he's in America, stabs a 16-year-old girl to death. <clears throat> okay, maybe we should check and see who's coming across that border. What do you say? It's just unbelievable. It's amazing. But it's all about votes, man. This is all, you're going to vote for me. Come on in. It's disgusting. It is. It but is. aren't they having a problem now? Like they're being transported from, from Texas to New York and New York is stretched to the limit. And yeah, yep. all of a sudden they're saying, well, we can't give our funding that we had earmarked for this we have to you know cover this migrant crisis because there's so many people sleeping on the streets and yeah they were actually <laughs> putting migrants up in hotels at some point i don't know if that's the case anymore but yeah oh yeah they they for sure are um whatever happened with the the um what was the mayor of, of new york city that oh. was complaining about how many were coming into manhattan Eric Adams, yeah and yeah. then he was flying to meet with a bunch of big wigs in Washington, but then his campaign manager was in trouble. So he went running back. Whatever happened with that? I don't know. Nobody heard anything. Okay. Nope. I'm sure all will be resolved come next November. Well, a lot of people were thinking, a lot (laughs) of people were thinking that they were going to go after him because he was complaining about the amount of uh, migrants because they didn't have, they don't have any room to put anybody and the feds weren't helping them out with cash. So, he was he's saying we need a lot more money if we're going to help these people indeed well then so does arizona <laughs> and so does well, texas yeah. and so does Feel new the mexico pain. Mm-hmm. yeah they all need extra money and so do every other state that that these the immigrants are going to or california i don't yep. i don't get that that's a i don't know New York's one of the richest states in the United States. I don't see why they need more money. Well, for I this. think it's because they were all in a very concentrated area in Manhattan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, send them up to uh, uh, Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> they, they tried did. that. They booted them out within 24 hours. <laughs> they, did. they did do that. Yeah. They did do that. That's they got true. rid of them. It's huh? true. Oh, there we go. There's open mindedness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I just if it if i wasn't concerned about the fact that the only reason they're doing this is to try to get them to vote for them in the next election they're trying to to basically re, like fix every election from now on that's stack all the they're trying to do stack the deck yep. is there anybody in washington dc that isn't filthy is there one person well i mean i want to just step back to the voting thing are you yeah. saying that the the migrants that are coming in here and being settled or resettled or whatever would mm-hmm. have voting rights right away oh, absolutely in minnesota they're doing they're yep. going to for yep. sure oh, wow it's mm-hmm. unbelievable maybe not everywhere but a lot of places yeah they will be able to vote they the just, first year they're here yeah they just passed the driver's licenses for all in yep. minnesota and that's why they can vote because they <laughs> yep. all have driver's licenses yep. but my understanding was the people in new york were complaining 
about the situations. Uh, obviously, one of them being that they're sleeping on the street. Yes. So yes. I don't know how that's going to bode well for whoever brought uh, if, if it's the Biden administration or whoever, I don't know yeah. how that bode well for them if they're going to come here and they figure it's substandard. It's mostly the UN that's bringing people around and giving them money to, yeah. to get here. Yeah. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Maybe we'll have a bigger listening audience. Do you think? <laughs> if we have a translator. Yeah, if we have a translator, <laughs> it would work out just fine. It definitely helps. So, Timmy, I had to step out to take a very important phone call there, but do you guys talk about any uh, new great movies or TV shows that I should know yeah, about? Kevin had one. Kevin was brought up a Julia Roberts movie that's on Netflix. What is, what's the name yeah. of it? Uh, Leave the World Behind, I believe, is the title of I it. Like it's her. the number one movie on Netflix. It's, I don't know if you, have you guys seen the Jordan Peele, uh, the Us movie that he made yeah. it, yes it, it reminds me a lot of that like it has that kind of feel to it of kind of a family I on vacation <laughs> well, that, but yeah so it's uh yeah i thought it was a great film but us was terrible did you like us us was not terrible us was good well, you showed up at your own door our whole family's outside what and you, you open the door of your own family right yeah, yeah, and this yeah. this this has elements of this because essentially this family, Julie Roberts' family, uh, Airbnb is a house. They're going on vacation. Uh, there's a blackout that's caused by a cyber, some hackers that happens in the big city, and then the owners of the house come back because they had nowhere else to go. So there's kind of this weird feeling out: Are they really the owners? Is there are you know is Julie oh, Roberts' yeah. family under attack yeah. type of thing? And so you kind of navigate that whole dynamic. And um, yeah, in the end, kind of everybody has to come together and figure out how they're going to survive in the world. But no, it's really good. I'm here to tell you that if I were standing next to Andy and Alex at the house and there was a knock at the door and it was Andy and Alex at the door, I would not open the door. I got to be honest. With you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, du yeah, duplicate children on the other side of the door. <laughs> yeah, that is that's I'd a, be suspicious. <laughs> that's a horror movie uh, uh, experience person right there. I see this horror movie coming. I'm not opening that door. Forget it. Not happening. A, a duplicate sage, an evil duplicate sage. Sagey. Evil sage. <laughs> oh, boy. Alex, see, Alex would let him in. Oh, if I just talk to him and give him enough hugs, he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll see? be okay. Even if he's evil sage. He just needs some love. <laughs> so all it is, he needs some love. Everything is good. See? Right? I yeah. could fix it. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. So what is going on in the entertainment world? Good stuff? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, you <laughs> know, it's great, obviously. No, no, I mean, nothing spectacular. I mean, we, we, we just started award season. Um, Golden Globes nominations came out yesterday. Critics' Choice Awards, which I vote on. <clears throat> we announce our nominations tomorrow. So I've been busy just watching a lot of hoity-toity stuff. You know, the awards-worthy sort of stuff. Sure, yeah. And one of them I did see, actually liked, and I reviewed, obviously, on Friday, Dream Scenario with uh, Nicolas Cage. Oh. Which I thought was pretty good. I'm telling you, one movie that seems to be emerging as a, at least a nominee in a lot of places is The Holdovers, which I did review a couple weeks ago, which is Paul Giamatti. And... uh Honestly, of all of the films that are out there, it's probably one of the most upbeat and inspiring. That's the whole thing about these movies. It's a lot of drudgery at this time of year, all the serious stuff. But uh, uh, The Holdovers is a great feel-good movie. You know, it has tragedy in it. It has sadness. But it's also really, really funny. I'm writing this down. Yeah, it should be available to you on premium video on demand at least at this point which is a $20 price tag Paul Giamatti uh Divine Joy Randolph uh god I mean everybody's getting nominations for Giamatti was named best actor for the National Border Review I will personally say that he was one of the people I put down on the ballot Mm -hmm. for for Critics Choice just because he's so damn good in everything that he's in but this is one of the funniest things I've seen him in. He plays this complete pain-in-the-ass prep school teacher, uh, pompous a-hole, and he's really funny at it. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 the movie is about the the kids that don't have anywhere to go home for Christmas. They're the holdovers. You know, some, you know, have family in different countries. Some kids, their family simply doesn't want them. And one of them is uh, you know it, it, it's sort of like a makeshift family sort of thing there are other people uh, around that have suffered tragedies or whatever they just don't feel like going anywhere for christmas and and then paul giamatti is the guy that's kind of put in charge of the holdovers so yeah it's it's really a feel-good movie for christmas time which i like yeah. and another one i will recommend um it's we've totally been there i don't know how many times before but it's on Netflix. It's called Family Switch with Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms from The Office. And it's one of those body switch sort of things oh. swap where the parents and the kids swap bodies. Um, Is that and- the one where everybody's upset because the kids kiss each other as the parents well, or the brother they- and sister? That's the whole thing. I mean... People on the outset will say, oh, my God, well, all of a sudden the kids are their parents and what what that. Well, they really make, more than make an effort to state how awkward and how they're yeah. not going to go there. Okay. And at one point they want the characters to kiss. But it's like, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, if people are going to get upset about that, they're trying to avoid each other. It's a comedy. Mm. But it's, uh, you know, it, and another thing is it's set around Christmas time, which just kind of elevates the story for me. I mean, it's just such of a great time of the year, a happy time of the year. And, you know, a movie about families or makeshift families or whatever, like the holdovers or a family like this. I, I love that sort of stuff. So, yeah. You know, again, it's not completely original. How many times have we seen, you know, big or oddly enough, Jennifer Garner in 13 going on 30 or Freaky Friday or, you know, it, it, this gives, you know, sort of a little twist to it. Um, a lot of slapstick, that sort of thing. Uh, no, I understand. But, but, but we were same time. We watched The Grinch. We did. <laughs> which one? Which, which one? The, the animated or the live action? 
But yeah, just right. animated the old one. Oh old yeah, one. there you go. No, well, yeah. Well, everybody wants everybody wants to have a movie that's going to be uh, shown every season, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, The Grinch, like Home mm-hmm. Alone. Uh, you know, there's there's a there's a, a corral of these movies that are shown, and people watch every single year, like a lot of olden day movies, like Holiday Inn and things mm-hmm. like that, White Christmas, all where people will watch them every single year, and that's what you know they throw on this up, they put the Christmas theme in that uh, Changing Places uh, uh, plot, and see if it sticks. Yeah, I, I you know I we, we, the best part about some of these movies like white christmas if you're you can catch catch those in theaters i know is the heights maybe it's an old-fashioned theater they play that every year and the place that's sold out all the time really really cool if you get a chance to see that one on the big screen because how many of us have actually seen our favorite movies on the big screen i've never seen the godfather on the big screen so yeah you got to do that you have to go see the godfather on the big screen yeah yeah so i was just talking about how uh, White Christmas. It, it, I think it's the Heights Theater in Columbia Heights that every year they they I have. And again, where just one weekend they have uh, White Christmas on the big screen, and they make it more of like a big presentation with Christmas music and all that stuff. It's really cool. Do they do the same thing for uh, other holidays like Halloween or? Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I know that. A lot of theaters tend to bring back the Nightmare Before Christmas to theaters, but it's not so much the pomp and circumstance that you get with this particular weekend because it's only one weekend a year that they did this with White Christmas. Right, Christmas, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's just oh, it's in theaters again. It, it, oh, I love that anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, uh, Tim, is there any big blockbusters for Christmas Day? Anything re- releasing Christmas Day? Well, it uh, we have uh, the new Aquaman. There we go. Oh. That one's coming up. Uh, another one. It's actually. Uh, I should. I want to say opening on Netflix. I'm wondering if it's going to be in a theater because I just saw it in the theater yesterday. It's called Rebel Moon. Uh, Zack Snyder's new movie, which is a sci-fi deal, that he originally pitched as a Star Wars film. So it has that sort of feel. Uh, but I don't know if that's actually going to be playing in theaters. Uh, oh, oh, the, the color purple, the musical is going to be that oh. on Christmas Day. Uh, musical? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they went from the, obviously the book to the original color purple movie, and then that was turned into a musical for Broadway, and now oh. they're turning around and they made that a movie. I saw huh. a movie turned musical. Turned book. Turned movie <laughs> musical this weekend <laughs> i saw that i saw one this weekend but it was like it's different because it's just the musical on stage put oh. on a t- movie mm. screen it was the waitress um mm. which i've seen the musical itself live and that was interesting but the color purple is yeah it's like a movie musical not just yes. the musical yeah. oh okay yeah. kind of yeah yeah what, what alex is talking about too with, with they did that with hamilton as well for yeah. Disney Plus, yeah, where they just have the, the filmed musical. Yes. Yeah, this one was the waitress was it's it was only in theaters for five days. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a very short release. I'm sure it'll be on Netflix or Amazon or something like that. But it was fun to go see in the theater because Sarah Bareilles wrote all the music for it, and she would played the main character of it in this one, which was cool. Huh. Which was. Carrie Russell, I believe, in the movie. The original movie waitress was Carrie Russell. And I think uh, Andy Griffith was in that one, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to remember when it came out. Because the woman that wrote it before it came out was murdered in her apartment. Yeah, somebody broke into her apartment and murdered her. Wow. Yeah. Now, I have to ask you a question. Has Tevin tried to ruin everyone's day by telling about Daddy riding home on the bus at Christmas time? What? No. No, I have not. You didn't? Why did you bring that up? It's Christmas Eve, and Dad's coming home from work on the bus, and the bus gets in an accident, and everyone on the bus dies. Okay. What? Is this a real thing? Is this a song? What? 
What? You'll have to is this ask a musical? Uncle where, where yeah. What are we? I don't okay, <laughs> just for clarification, AJ is the one that brought this. Brought That's this up. That's true. Yes. This uh, is not my. You're being thrown. Yeah. I was um, just gonna say thrown under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean it. You should have said thrown into. Well, the I bus. Didn't too mean soon too. Whoops. I, oh no, Tim's gone. I think. Oh, did yeah. Tim leave? Oh, we just lost Timmy. Timmy had to go. Oh. I believe. Yeah, I think Tim had to. Peace out. Just Thanks, twice, Timmy. Which I have to leave in a few minutes too. Oh, so we'll just we'll we'll hold down the fort. Don't worry about it. Everything will be good. I believe in you. Are you going to play a little bit of the bus for for Alex before she goes? Um, I do not know because let me see if I can figure out what. I don't know which one it input is. Input this is. Um, <clears throat> uh, we're gonna go with no. I don't know what. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so here's the bet. Okay, so the kids are waiting for Daddy to get home. It's Christmas Eve. They cannot wait for Christmas to begin. And Daddy's uh, takes the same bus home every night from work. And all of a sudden, there's an announcement on the television that the bus has been in an accident. And everybody on the bus has died. And they're whining and pissing and moaning about Dad being dead. And this has ruined Christmas and blah, blah, blah. Whining? And pissing whining. and moaning That's about Dad being dead? I think you have a but right Dad to... Being dead. But... About a half hour later, all of a sudden, Dad walks through the front door and says, Sorry, I was late and I missed my bus. <laughs> oh. Why are you laughing? Oh, here no. we go. I figured, I, figured out, I figured out how to get the music to work. This is your music, news, and weather. Is, this, is that it? Yeah, this is the song. Best in Christmas music on this beautiful Christmas Eve. So it sings these, like, very Christmassy songs. And then, sorry, let me see. Uh oh. He's forwarding it to the death. I'm trying to get to the death part. Oh, here we go. We're sorry to interrupt this program, but a bulletin has just been handed me. There's been a serious accident involving the number five bus out of New Haven. The only information we have is that the bus skidded on a patch of ice and slammed into a tree. Stay tuned to this station for further details. And so then it just goes back into more happy Christmas music. Yes. Wow. And let's and see if then... we can get to where Dad dies. <laughs> Dad dies. That there were no survivors. <laughs> the latest report involving bus number five out of New Haven. And from all indications, we're sorry to report that there were no survivors. So yeah, no survivors on the bus, and then it like transitions into the kids asking mom, like, was dad on the bus? And I think... Oh, here we go. Daddy! Daddy! Merry Christmas, everybody! No, it's late, and I missed my bus. Well, don't just stand there. <laughs> Help me with these presents! It's gonna be Whose idea was this? Was Britney's fault? Who produced that? Really weird monstrosity. Yeah, people love that sort of thing around Christmas time. They love to see these tragic movies, this sadness. Let's get me get my catharsis on so I can be happy at Christmas. Sorry, kids, I missed my bus. Daddy, Daddy, so. Weird. You're not dead. It is a Merry Christmas. Hooray! What? Everyone else is still dead, but not you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The other fifty oh, people are still dead, but you're good. The other so. fifty oh. families are ruined, but oh. Yeah, but at least we've got you. <laughs> that was that was uh yeah, AJ knew about that, yeah. right? Yeah, Thanks I a lot, AJ. Yeah. I brought up the Yin Yang Twins Christmas. Yeah, you want, you want to play Yin that for him before Alex oh, Christmas? Yeah. No, oh. I feel like I have heard this. No, uh, Ralph's gonna love it. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> and so is Catherine. Kevin's I love right Yin Yang Twins. Kevin's, uh, so... Kevin's got it all teed up, ready to go. All right, here we go. Uh, I hope we got. Of course, we've got ads, ads. that. You have to play. So we've got oh, 10 I seconds. I have to leave, but, but I want to hear that. Ten, okay. 10 seconds, you're good. It's arguably the worst attempt at a Christmas song. What's it called? Yeah. It's called Ho, 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 Dirty Christmas. Okay, great. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Okay. By Cardi B? Uh, the Yin Yang Twins. Close. Yin -yang twins. It's a rap duo out of Atlanta. They sang, <laughs> I danced to one of their songs in high school, Mom. I'm, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Oh, 
I have to leave, but we have to play yearly the fairy tale of New York. The oh, yes. fairy tale of New York? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's this a big Christmas one. song in England. Yep. Yep. Oh, in England. Number yep. one Christmas song, I believe. Yep. In England. In England. What's it and they think it's great. The fairy tale of New York. We the play it every year, and everybody's yep. always just oh, blown God. away by the majesty of this song. Majesty. <laughs> well, All right. I think I've got what it. Is it? There was Christmas Eve Oh, I remember this In the drunk tank An old man said to me Won't see another one And then he sang a song The rare old mountain tear I turned my face away It picks up yeah. Okay. So we'll skip ahead. We'll I wish it told me when this part is happening because. They got cars big as bars, they got rivers of gold. But the wind goes right through you, it's no place for the old. When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas Eve, you promised me Broadway was waiting for me. You were handsome. You were pretty queen of New York City when, when the band finished playing. They held up for more. Okay, hang on. The best part's coming up. Hang on. Ready? Nothing says Christmas like a couple good old insults. And yeah. also, listen, if you didn't understand those words, can I please read them to you? I was going to say, I have the like the lyrics, yeah. the subtitles were pulled up on the song, okay, and I, I still have no idea what they were saying. I apologize ahead of time. You're a bum, you're a punk, you're an old slut on junk, lying there almost dead on a drip in that bed. You scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy faggot. Happy Christmas, your arse. I pray God it's our last. Yeah. <laughs> My God. And to all a good night. Yes. And that's like the number one Christmas song in England. What well, does it start? God bless. It was Christmas and everyone was the drunk, drunk. tank. Yes, was yes. The drunk tank. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna be what? late for work, but I just needed everyone is? to listen to that beautiful, beautiful Christmas song. What was the name of that? Uh, fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. P O G U E S. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Okay. Has anybody seen the HOA rant, the video that's going around? Nope. Okay. I'm going to play this. This is real. This is real. Somebody but, caught uh, caught this guy. It was a neighborhood neighbor that came to their ring doorbell to complain about how many packages were on their front door. Why does he care? Do you want to listen to this? Okay. 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 Bear with me. 
because first it's just UPS people or delivery people putting package. So one, two, three packages, four packages. Is this real? This is real. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, so I'm part of the HOA, the Homeowners Association. Um, you know, I keep track of the neighborhood, making sure people are doing the things they need to do. Yada, yada, yada. Um, you have like a ton of packages on your porch, right? You know, HOA code says you're not supposed to have this many packages on your porch. You can order as much as you want. But you can't keep them on your front porch like you are. They've been here all day. I've been watching this literally from my house down the street, two doors down, left side, blue house, all day. All day. They've been right here. I don't want to look at them. They're ugly. <laughs> Just bring them in the house. I don't get it. They've literally been here all day. I don't get it how you have so much money. You just order stuff nonstop. Really starting to piss me off. So, because of this, because I'm quite upset as of right now, um, you are getting a fine for this for having all these packages on there. It's twenty five dollars per package. So you have this one, one, two, three, four, five. So five times twenty five. That's one hundred twenty five dollars. Fine. Yeah, because they've been on your porch longer than six hours. That's the rule. But you know what it is. Anyways, so I'll bring the fine by in a little bit. You can pay with cash, check, card, basically whatever. If you have any questions, just let me know. Okay, thanks. Do you believe why, this why guy? the man or woman at the door answer them? They're probably at work like a normal person. Oh, so it's a mm-hmm. ring. That's right. He's talking yeah, about a ring. Most people work, you know, eight, eight hour days and they it's commute time and pick the kids up from daycare time. And usually people are out of the house 10 hours God. a day, the six urge. hours. And he's sitting there watching the packages. <laughs> I can see it. They're there all day and they're ugly. It's like, what kind they're of main? <sighs> and it's also Christmas time. It's- Maybe people are online shopping and getting their... Christmas packages. Right. It's also not the end of the world, Mr. HOA no, guy. Really? Like, are you? Uh, I'm not I'm a, really I'm upset a, about looking at these ugly packages. I don't condone violence, but that guy is just asking for a beat. Oh, like, what are you? Uh, and you're going to fine me $125? Okay, sir. Like, ugh. yeah. That's yeah. It. He's the I HOA do, police. I mean, the, the stuff that people get their undies oh, in yeah. a twist about oh, yeah. is. Mm-hmm unbelievable have you guys I mean, ever had ugly run-ins with any hoas that you've ever been a part of um well one time we had some uh, we had a guy trim back a bunch of uh trees and he stuck it on the side of the driveway because they picked up every week mm-hmm. um, and some of it went into the road and instead of the mall cop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kicking it up back up onto the onto the curb they gave us a letter and pictures of our infraction of the fact that there was a branch on the road about you know it was mm. maybe three inches of branch on the road but there were three cones <clears throat> around it yeah yeah those orange cones yeah, yeah. surrounded like a two foot section with cones yeah. instead of just picking it up and moving it three feet. It would have taken one kick yeah. of your foot. And it, it took more effort for him to get the cones out of the van, <laughs> take a photo, uh. write up a ticket. It was just, yeah. Was there a fine associated with it? No, no, we didn't have to have a fine. You get, you get, uh, I think most HOAs give you a couple of warnings before they'll fine you for something, but HOAs have a lot of power. They do. They really do. If if somebody is in control and decides that they don't like somebody in the neighborhood, they can make your life a living hell. They I, really can. I remember we moved when I was in like middle school. We moved out into the country, and so our driveway was super long. So it kind of sat behind two right. other plots, and so you couldn't see our house from the road. Like we could have our whole yard a mess, and nobody would ever know. Sure. And the HOA lady would come down our driveway, oh. and because our propane That's tank. Nice. 
our propane tank didn't have a, a fence around it. Like, but okay. nobody could see it because it was it was very well hidden in like some bushes and whatever. Nobody could see it anyway. But she was like trying to fine us because it brought the property value of her house down because our propane tank didn't have a fence around it. And my oh, my dear. parents, there's those people. My parents went and stood. Uh, my dad went and stood at her, the end of her driveway and like took a picture of our house. And all it was was just trees because you can't right. you know there was a house there and he was like really this is what is bringing down the value of your your property like leave us alone oh it's oh it's too bad that andy's not here he had an hoa run-in remember, remember he, he had he had this very large uh patio out front this was downtown minneapolis oh that's right and he that. he decided he put in some sort of little planter thing uh well, it was actually a large planter thing, so he could grow some tomatoes and stuff. So he mm -hmm. puts in some carrots and some tomatoes and some other stuff. And this little old lady who walked by every day called the HOA up and told them that he was growing marijuana. Yep. Oh, that's very, sounds like Andy. Yeah. <laughs> which he was not, which right there, in my opinion, is, you know, a little bit of slander going on right there. Yep. And anyway, she... After that, um, she made his life a living hell. He had an antenna, a router antenna or something in a window. Can't have that. Can't have this. I mean, she complained about him nonstop. God. Yeah. We had to actually tell her to shut the F up yeah, in we very really, strong terms. Yeah, we had to because she wouldn't <clears throat> stop. Yeah, she was just one of these people that just gets a bug up her ass and like this guy with the with the packages. Well, again, he said, you must have a lot of money. You buy all these packages. That's what the problem yeah, was. He's, right. he's, yeah. That was the he's problem. He's jealous. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I don't really understand I'm why people... Sorry, you're a loser. Yeah. I'm sitting in my house, and I'm just watching the Amazon drivers <laughs> deliver these packages. Like, what? I know. Get all oh, day long. It's like, so you're just sitting at the window... All day long, All worrying day long. about these packages. Yep, yeah. Those so, are the people that should not be in charge of the HOA. So when it comes to when it comes to HOAs, there's no due process. People, do, nope. it's by fiat, you're fine. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh absolutely. Yep. And then yep. what? You can appeal it. Uh yes, you can appeal it, and um, you know, our we have an HOA, and our people are really good about trying to keep everybody from getting on each other's nerves. There was actually a woman in the building that was threatening somebody, uh, I, I guess quite a few times. And we got a, an email that she had to stay in her apartment. She could not go anywhere. She couldn't use any of the amenities of the building. She could good. go down to the mail room and she could go to her apartment. That's all she could do. <laughs> she couldn't go anywhere else because she was, she was like she was like crazy. Well, she all she did was complain, right? Uh, and she actually was threatening people with bodily harm. Threatening and stuff. She to was beat nuts. people up. So I mean, sometimes <laughs> living in you know amongst other people is not the greatest. But if you have a well-run HOA, the pr problem is sometimes you get these. I'm sorry, older retired guys that had a big job and were mm -hmm. used to having everybody jump and you know duck for cover whenever they came in in a rant and. Uh, all of a sudden, they're in charge of the HOA, and they they think that they're like the police or something. Well, they get real weird. One of my favorite stories about 25 years ago, we had a townhouse, right? Mm -hmm. And we got some new neighbors in from New York, and they were very, very – and I love New York. You know that. But they were very proud of the fact that they were New Yorkers, and they decided that there was a tree between our houses. And they decided that they owned the northern half of the tree, and we owned the southern half of the tree. And he would go out there and go around just the northern part of the tree at the base and doll it all up. But he wouldn't he put a little do, mulch on it. Yeah, a little on mulch. On half the tree. On half the tree. He wouldn't put it on our side because that's yours. That's your problem. It looked horrible. I mean, we would have pitched in for a half yeah. a bag of mulch. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, he was also the guy if the kids were in the pool at uh, two o'clock in the afternoon yeah. and having fun. It was that was his nap time. Yeah, couldn't do that either. Yeah, yeah. Would, yeah you get all kinds of people. I would make a way. terrible neighbor in those situations where it's like two in the afternoon. Now that's the only time my kids are going in the pool yeah. or an Andy's situation yeah. where oh, you thought yep. I was growing marijuana. Now I might actually plant 
one large <laughs> marijuana plant just so you can distinguish the difference between that and a tomato plant. I, I was know. proud of my lovely wife, Catherine, because his wife came over, knocked on the door. Look, you're going to have to tell those children to quiet down because they, they've got to do something. Catherine said, okay. About a half hour later, she's back. Yeah, they're still way, way too loud. It, it's just too much. We can't deal with it. You're going to have to tell your children to quiet down. Catherine went, okay. Half an hour later, Catherine opens the door and goes, get the F away from our house. <laughs> <laughs> the is, yeah, that's the correct response. It yeah. was. She said, get the hell out of here. Only she didn't say hell. She used a different word, actually. Well, you don't move into it. it, it it's like people that move into a dog building and hate dogs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or I you worked know? I worked downtown and our a restaurant got the p police called on it all the time for noise ordinances. And there was some old lady that lived across the street and we're like, hey, yeah. you chose to live downtown like every yeah. it's loud yep. everywhere. Like, yes. come on. Yeah, exactly. It's, you don't move next door to a to a family with kids and not expect there to be some noise. Right. Right. right? Yeah. All right. We just have about three, four minutes left. Anybody got some important news to deliver or anything? Ralph? I'm, no, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go look for HO for packages <laughs> on porches. And <laughs> You're going to take a lap. <laughs> You're going to take a lap. See what's on I don't even live in your neighborhood, but I don't want to look at these packages. <laughs> <laughs> the one time a week I walk by. Well, people are getting really, really nuts. There's no, you know what I, I've started doing? And uh, I haven't gotten much of a response back. But if I'm walking down a sidewalk and somebody's, let's say, you know, riding their bike on the sidewalk instead of on the street, I will step aside. And when they go by, if they don't say thank you, I go, you're welcome. Yeah. Oh, why don't you just push them over? Come I on, you know. Over. So, man. I do that. I, I'll go. You're welcome all the time. I hold the door for people. They don't say a word. You're welcome. It's like, how rude can you be? Why are people like that now? Uh, not a clue, or not a clue, or why don't people smile when you're when you're walking? You pass someone on the sidewalk and you say hello. They they are morose, long faced. Yeah. Uh, don't say a thing. I, it's bizarre. It's, always, it's a bizarre. I, I always just, I never get my uh, myself upset about stuff like that. Because, you know, they might be, ha maybe they just got really bad news. Maybe something Barats really bad ass. happened. No, 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 this is a chronic problem in uh, <laughs> out west is. where I live. Oh, yeah. Everybody, no one, or very few people say hello, smile or anything. Yet, in Las Vegas, where our house there, people say hello all the time. All the all, time. All yeah. smile on their face. Hi, how you doing? Even want to strike up a conversation. In Wyzetta, they have a hard time saying hello, smiling. Everybody, everybody's just lost their dog, it seems. I think so. it's because they're warm. People, when they're warm, warm. they're happy. <laughs> they're happy. <laughs> no, in the true. summertime, same thing in Wyzetta. See, you, you just want to sugarcoat it in some way. Nope. Consistent. <laughs> no sugarcoating. Yeah. All right. That is going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you tomorrow.